Look like we are up again. This is a. This gonna be a lot going on this episode. A lot. It's gonna be. A, this gonna be a. Lo- this is pretty much a loaded episode. Bills is not gonna be here though. Yeah, no, I know. I read the the message earlier. So let me just get my energy drink because it was a long day at work. Oh yeah. Yeah, I work. Uh, matter of fact, wind up not taking the lunch. Oh. Okay. But um, yeah, it's um looking like a lot going on, man. A lot going on free agency. This is gonna be uh pretty nuts. Uh, first and frame rates podcast episode. What is this? One twenty-eight. I guess so. Yeah, this is one twenty-eight. Uh, NFL free agency. That's been going on all day, pretty much the past couple of days, actually. Yeah, pretty. It's like as soon as they hit, what was it? As soon as they hit midnight Monday, that's when everything. But wait a minute, I thought this was because doesn't the free agency period have that like what they call it? Um, that period, that grace period before. Remember, they had an issue with with this the uh, tampering period. Yeah, something like that. But they they call it the legal tampering period now. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. I figured that's this is the period that they're in. But this is actual free agency began and boom, 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 boom. I was just like, well, what was the point of the legal tampering period? They're not going to do it this year. Yeah, I don't know. I just find it kind of weird when you when you hear that type of wording. But nevertheless, players can sign where they want to sign. A lot of players going different places. A lot of uh, surprises. Some trades. All kind of stuff going on, so um, we're definitely going to dwell into that. Oh, and um, give y'all a heads up. Next week, 40th birthday. On Tuesday's uh, podcast next week, I'm dropping that PayPal link. <laughs> y'all know what to do. Yeah, yeah. Show that man some love. Yep. Turn the big four. Oh, he's getting old. Even if it's 40 of y'all dropping a dollar, that'll work. <laughs> I know right? you, ain't, you ain't you ain't choo- you ain't choosy. You ain't picky. Nah man, um but uh yeah, we're gonna talk about free agency. We're gonna t- the NFL free agent. We're talking about MLB the show because that just came out. And we're also gonna talk about Call of Duty. Um I haven't touched uh MLB the show, but um we'll get into that. I played a good bit of uh, uh Warzone and um Call of Duty Warzone and uh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm really liking that, but we're gonna get into that as well. But first right. thing first is a lot going on with the NFL, and um, what, what matter of fact, just before we get into that, what what how was your weekend? Oh boy, well my weekend was going. I I don't even remember my weekend honestly. Uh, there's no XFL, no. It, we were supposed to play Dallas this week, and we were gonna beat up on them like we did St. Louis. That would have been nice, but, you know, C-Virus is closing, shutting everything down. And then just this past Sunday in my county, now we have, let's see, we it was one case reported in this county, in, in Howard County, where I live. And, now, and pretty much now the whole city, whole county shut down. Maryland's been under a state of emergency. Howard County is now in a state of emergency. And now we... At, Last I checked, we were up to four, but I had a friend tell me now it shot up to 19, like in a span of three days. 
Yeah, this virus thing is going out. Is getting out of hand, and and when, and they had to close down the mall, which is right down the street from where I'm at, and I live right next to a hospital, and I live right next to a community college. They're about yeah. to quarant. They're about to do what they're about to do in New York. They're about to quarantine everybody in it. They're about to create these quarantine zones. I'm telling you, the division is is about to happen. Yeah, I'm, watch I'm out, martial law. Yeah, we we heard we heard enough of all that. I'm trying to sidestep that for right now. Uh, I've just heard enough of it all weekend, and, and that's pretty much what my. Well, you better sidestep it while inside your house. Yeah, I mean, as far as listening to it, if I hear about it, I'm just going to get pertinent information, and that's probably going to be all of what five minutes a day, and mm. then I'm cutting it off. I, I mean, not, I'm not saying I, I, I'm not saying that I don't want to hear it. It's just that how much of it do I need to hear? And like for the past five days. You know, since we did the pod, four or five days since we did the podcast, you know, mm-hmm. so much information been going on. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a little coronavirus burnt out right now. I just yeah, a little corona drunk. Yeah, you know, I just I don't want to <laughs> really, you know, I really don't want to hear about it unless something really drastic happens. Because like right now, well, shoot, the most thing that we're hearing now is like people are getting it, and older people are continuing to pass away. Well, like nothing, nothing's really changing, but you know. Well, they they got one guy hemmed up. Guy tried to break quarantine. They right. were the, the, the sheriff's officers pretty much surrounded his house. Now the guy's cooperating, but he has no choice when he got a shotgun pointed at him. Just 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 follow the the orders. I mean, goodness, you don't need to be out here getting people sick. I mean, that just goes back to wash your damn hands and and don't be gross. Now, if you know you got the virus, why are you trying to get around people? I mean, mm-hmm. that, that that's just. I mean, come on. Yeah, and every workplace should shut down. And period. Then thing, and then the thing about that is, is like most of the time, if you're under the age of like forty-five or fifty, it's like if you just stay at home and self-quarantine, ninety percent of the time it's going away within the next five to ten days. I mean, look at Tom Hanks. They all they did was sit their ass down somewhere and it's gone. Kevin Durant and them, they have it now. So they, you know, they're going to tell them the same thing like with Donovan Mitchell. They had it. Well, I don't know if they still do, but you don't hear nothing like drastic happen when what they're doing. So it's like, I don't like you hear. hear like you hear, you hear, you hear about hear, people. You hear about people getting it, but you don't hear nothing drastic or nothing ridiculously changed. Oh, you don't hear about the recovery because there are and, people recovering from this as we speak. So and we need to hear, and we need to hear more of that. I agree. And it's just that the only thing you're hearing is the numbers of people getting it going up, 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 and up. But because you know, the ratings are up in the news because. People love drama. That's, right, you know, this, and it's, this is the way it is. And and, and and that's what that's why I'm pretty much burnt out about it because I'm hearing the same stuff. Give me new information. Give me something that we can build off of. Give me something that we as a country can go forward. I don't, I'm tired of hearing about just people getting it, getting it, getting it, getting it, and nobody's like coming up with the solution to actually try to make things the wheels turn again. You know, it's just like you said. It's just you just want to hear more about the doom and gloom to keep people in their houses, and for the most case, rightfully so, because some people need to be in the house, no, don't want this to spread. But like, for instance, I hear about some things getting in place where people get some money now. They're gonna pass on some checks. You know, they're trying to do some UBI. Things. That yeah. is gonna be that. I'm sorry, but that's gonna be the wave of the future because, and mainly that the basic function of it is due to automation. Right. Honestly, but in this situation, you know, yeah, the- I think we need to enact some little UBI for the next few months because people are going to start 
they need to take this seriously and self-quarantine. People need to limit their social interactions. So. I agree. I agree. But nevertheless, mm-hmm. um, let's get into this free agency. I mean, a lot has been going on. Thanks to everybody that coming through and listen to us on a weekly And Pooh, I see you. You have stuff to answer for. No, I'm not. A- nope, nope. I'm not asking. <laughs> you, you are being charged, buddy. Yeah, after can, what I saw. Exactly. You need to. Um. You need to be locked up, not put in a coma. Locked up. You need to be quarantined too. Shit, mm-hmm. nasty ass. Um, but um, <laughs> a lot of stuff been going on. I mean, I don't even know where to start. Obviously, we can start with the, the main stuff. You know, with Brady. And you know, oh, hold on! Before I even go there, people may not know Should who Pooh is. People may not know who Pooh is, or whatever. Or the case may be, I don't want people to think we're talking to ourselves. For the people who listen to us on iTunes or or, or Google Play, we do have a chat that because we do this live on YouTube as well. So, mm-hmm. um, just Google first and frame rates if you want to hear us live. Um, for people who don't know that we're on YouTube, because I'm pretty sure there's people who download the podcast that don't know we do this live. But also, right. um, for the people who are on YouTube who listen to us and want to listen to us on the go. You can catch us on iTunes or SoundCloud. Just Google first and frame rates. So um, so it may sound like we're talking to other people. We do have a chat that's in on the YouTube channel where we actually mm-hmm. respond to people that's in the chat. And like um, we have a person that's in the chat right now who has questionable retweets. Oh, we'll come right on. I, and it's funny. He talking about he was hacked. No, you. it was retweeted tweeted it wasn't like you never mind yeah, yeah. yeah. anyway what where, where we going to start <laughs> where do you want to start that you well, find interesting with this free agency because i mean obviously the big names are out there but um uh i guess we could start with there or if you want to find something uh, a, a particular player that actually piqued your interest you can go with that um, the ball's in your court first and then i'll come back with my uh, my thoughts okay well if you want to go ahead and flash the um uh, the site that I sent you okay, and, and sort it by the dollars. Cause we're going to start with the big money players, the people that have gotten the big contracts so far. Right. Uh, I say big contracts, but you know, so for the I, people, so the people who are listening to us on iTunes and SoundCloud, like we said, we do this live. We also have a chart. So the people who are not there, we went to sport track, um, dot com slash free agency. Oh, actually spot track, spot track, spot track.com. Slash NFL slash free agents, um, and we have a list of all the free agents who were signed as of the um the recording of this podcast. As of right now, we do know Tom Brady has been signed, but it's not on here yet. So um, go ahead and have at it, um, DJ. What what piqued your interest so far? Okay, so Byron Jones, right out the gate, five years, eighty-two point five million. Uh, let's see, guaranteed at signing about 46. Uh, it looks like he'll be for his 2020 cap is 14. Now, going from Dallas to Miami is, is, is pretty interesting, and it seems like Miami is really building. They, they spent that at least the last few years tanking it up, so it looks like they're trying to be serious players. Now that the NFC, AFC East has been vacated by Tom Brady, so now teams are going to actually have a shot to win the division. So teams like Buffalo, who 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 uh, picked up uh, what's his face in a hey, in a Stephon, trade with they, Minnesota, they picked, they picked up Diggs. yeah, Diggs. 
Yeah, they picked them up in the trade. So now teams think they have a chance. Now it's just like, all right, let's go after these players. So to pick up a big-time corner was key for them. Uh, let me see. Let me look at this list again. Um, to The one name that I kind of laugh at, and I'm laughing at most of the Redskins fans, because they were wanting James Bradbury to sign with the Washington Redskins because it was just like, okay, reunite with Ron Rivera and blah, 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 blah. Well, guess what? He signed with the Giants. And here's the other funny thing. Um, let's see. Oh, he's not. Is he even on this list? Who are you talking but, about? But uh, talking about a wide receiver from, um, from Dallas. Uh, up, Amari, I Cooper? Uh, Amari Cooper. Oh, yeah, yeah, Amari Cooper. So he's gonna sign. He's gonna resign with the Dallas Cowboys. Five, five years, a hundred million. Uh, mm-hmm. He was offered by the Redskins one hundred twenty million. He was like, "Nah, I want to win a Super Bowl." Well, he went to the wrong no, place. But um, he went to. He was gonna lose either way, right? Because okay. <laughs> I don't see the Redskins going to the Super Bowl anytime soon. Dallas definitely. I don't see you going to them. fuck them anyway. I mean, when it, but, comes um, to, when, it when it comes to money wise, I see Brian Byron Jones is like the highest paid as of right now. When I'm looking, mm-hmm. also when I look at the Dolphins, I'm looking at what quarterback they're going to get. That that's going to be key because um, all these players are going to be you know pretty good. But if you you don't mm-hmm. have like a game manager at minimum, because you also got to understand they got um, they got uh, Josh, um Jordan Howard as well at running back. They did pick mm-hmm. him up as well, so. Um, if you at, at the minimum, based on what they have, you get a game manager at quarterback. I mean, the like I said, the AFC East is wide open. They they have a a chance, and even though the the Dolphins who were they were, they always had that one game where they beat the Patriots anyway. So it's it. They, I mean, between them and the Bills, it looks like it's going to be pretty good. Um, well, you also got to look at the fact that Cleveland threw the bag to the right side of their offense, so they they picked up Jack Conklin. And Austin Hooper, who's at tight end, they gave him forty-two million, which eighteen of it is guaranteed. Eighteen point five million is guaranteed at signing. I would say so, as a tight, I would say as a tight end personally, I think they overpaid for him. But mm-hmm. based on the system that he's in with the other pieces, he's gonna be he can be really good because he's not necessarily gonna be a target. You got other players on that team that defense is definitely gonna have to look for. OBJ, you got um uh what's OBJ's uh, old teammate? What's his name? Uh Javaris Landry. Yeah, you got Landry, you got Nick mm-hmm. Chubb. You, you I mean you got so many other pieces around Austin Hooper. He can be very um he could be very uh productive in this scheme because of the other pieces you have. Because I mean not well, I'm not saying he's bad, but mm-hmm. if you're looking at him to be like a big time tight end, you probably would have overpaid based on his skill, but the system that he's in, he can easily get some catches. Well, the other thing that that's interesting about Cleveland is that they also signed Case uh, Keenum to back up. Uh, I can't remember that quarterback's name. No, you talking Man. about? Hold on, wait a minute. They signed Case Keenum to back up Baker Mayfield. Yes. You don't think that might not be the other way around? No, because based basically, on, based on talent, they I still, can see that happen. Not no joke, it, but. Uh, Baker but they, they're, but they're not—they're not gonna do that. They're not gonna bring in Case Keenum Baker to just Mayfield. surplant Baker Mayfield. Baker they're just—they're gonna bring. This hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Baker Mayfield was so bad, they're not gonna leave him out. It doesn't even up. matter. They know there's more of a ceiling. There's more of a like a ceiling, a higher ceiling 
with Baker Mayfield than with Case Keenum. Case Keenum is the guy that's going to show Baker how to be a pro. Right. How to shut the fuck up and not throw people under the bus. And that's, he's not going to, he's not going to do that necessarily through his play. He's going to do that through his professionalism, how he interacts in the locker room because I feel like. Can I I get a word in? Well, you've been cutting me off the whole. Go ahead, DJ. But what I'm saying is that he's going to show. Baker Mayfield, how to be a pro. I feel like Baker has been loose with and a poor and obviously a poor example of being a professional, throwing teammates under the bus, not knowing when to shut the hell up. And then just, you know, his poor play on top of that. At least Case Keenum, you can bring him in. And yeah, you don't expect Case Keenum to come in and challenge for the starting job. You see, this is a mentorship type of deal that's the way i see it if this dude put up um the play that he did last year he's Mm -hmm. not going to be playing i'm looking at it right now he threw for under four thousand yards 22 touchdowns 21 interceptions they're they're not going to go for it not with that not with the talent that you got on the field they're not going for that yeah but case Keenum played poorly last year too case Case Keenum will play better than what this on the screen right now Mm. he'll play better than this I don't. I don't see going for somebody that's probably going to be good for maybe one year, versus hey, somebody you know you know, who I'm could be, be good for like three or four. I'm gonna be honest with you. That might that might be what Baker Mayfield may need to, for to sit his ass down for one year because they had him starting from day one, and you see what happened. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying uh-huh. that. I'm not saying Case Keenum is the future, but Baker May might need that one year to shut the hell up for a second and watch somebody play some football because everything he's basically been. You know, I ain't gonna say coddled or catered to. Like he hasn't been humbled like completely. Like he's been humbled like after week six, after he's been getting smacked around a couple times. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, he still feels like he's QB one. He's gonna be all right. And if he goes out there and do everything he's supposed to do, and he still stinks it up, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't have a problem with him being on the bench. To be honest with you, I mean, you can't have this kind of, you can't have this type of talent. And still go six and ten and have all these interceptions as much as you have um, touchdowns. Not with OBJ Landry. Now you got Hooper and Chubb, Kareem Hunt as well. You can't put up those type of numbers and don't think Case Keenum is not going to see the field. I, I don't. Well, know. and and that's what I'm. And, and the thing with Case Keenum, it presents a challenger. So that usually, I'm like, what do they say about having competition? Bro, they just signed this dude for eighteen million. Six million a year at ten million sign uh ten million dollars guaranteed. He, he he's competition. Yeah, there, yeah, there's a pos- yeah, I agree. He's competition, but there's a possibility if Baker don't step up, he's gonna be on the bench. They well, that's they, they, that's they, the they threat he presents. I give did. I give you that. I, I I don't think they signed him for this much money for him to be on the sideline. I can see if that was the case, they could have got somebody else that was like uh 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 let's say a rookie that was that didn't play much last year or they got another free agent that's not going to cost as much with this type of experience. I get it. But with Case Keenum, Case Keenum is a serviceable quarterback that actually can give you maybe eight to ten games. This is perfect for, like you said, the competition, but I don't see Case Keenum sitting on the bench while he put up these numbers from last year again. I don't see that. I, I don't see that at all. But um, speaking back up on the uh, Miami Dolphins, they also boosted up their running back. Um, not the running back, not only the running back. Yeah, they got Eric Flowers. They got Eric Flowers. 
they end up getting a defensive end, uh, Emmanuel Ogba. I mean, look, I, what what pick do they have in the draft? Because it's really going to be telling to see what type of um, quarterback they get. Because I think that's going to be key at the end of the day. Um, they got all the pieces. That's the only thing that they're missing. Oh, this is an interesting stat. If you look over to the right side, you see a pie chart. Oh, I think the way I got it gotta go down. Yeah, it should it should say free agent spending by team. There we go. Right Dolphins now. are number one at two hundred and twenty seven point one million for wow. for seven players. That's and then the next one is Lions at four with hundred and three million. So yeah, the Dolphins are heavily invested in getting getting that AFC East uh, challenge going. Yeah, you know, and they got a lot of space too. So that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm trying to figure. Well, space don't really mean much when you have, you know, with these new rookie contracts. They're not like mm-hmm. the big ones like that Brad, like, like Bradford and 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 uh, Matthew Stafford got. Now it's not those big type of contracts. So it just works out very well. Um, let, let's jump to another team. Um, let's look at the Buffalo Bills, for instance, and then I guess we'll jump to the Patriots after that. Um, Buffalo end up um, trading for Stephon Diggs. Uh, I don't think they made any other moves, but what do you think about that for Josh Allen? Because um, that's going to be interesting. Tadal well, said, Tadal said mm-hmm. that um, the Dolphins got the number six pick, so they could easily be going for Tua. Um, yeah, and that was the thing that was being teased as – trade down bait for the Washington Redskins. If uh, if Miami Dolphins really wanted Tua, they could trade up with the Skins and get to the number two spot to make sure that they that they uh, get Tua. But I don't think the Redskins are going to trade down. But they're not going after Tua as much as it gets reported. But the Redskins, teams that are picking one, two, three in the top five, they're going to do their due diligence and they're going to look at all overall top five players in the draft. That that happens every year. So whenever there's like anything rumor wise, like, oh, the Redskins may be picking up two of like, no, they're not. They're just doing their due diligence just like any other team. And they're looking at the top five overall because they're looking at Chase Young too, but more than likely they're picking Chase Young. But yeah. Yeah, it looks like that's going to be the case. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think as far as I'm picking up Stefan Diggs, I think like me and Bills was talking about it, I think this is a perfect time for them to actually get Josh Allen some weapons because they, they was a very run-heavy team, and they did very good at running the ball. But they, the receivers just was not there. Not only that, Josh Allen just has to be a better passer. If he gets that yeah. you, if he gets that down and they get, they get the passing game going, the Bills are going to be a very, very difficult team to beat. Um, mm-hmm. They did very well against the Texans until they fell apart at the end. But like we, me, like me and Bill said, like if they get the passing game going, that's the team you don't want to face. So it looks like they're headed in that direction to do that. Um, don't have much more to say about the Bills. Well, they hey. picked up. They also picked up Josh Norman, which is just like okay. I hope he fits that system, but. You, you're not going to get – you're going to get it only as much. I think you're going to get another mentorship-type situation. I just shrugged my shoulders at that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I just, that's – Josh Norman's is to me, is just not – he ran his course when it was the back end of the Redskins deal. Because, I mean, he was like the guy in the Panthers, and he was the guy for a little bit at the Redskins. And then the last few years after that deal, it was like, okay, that's Josh Norman. You know, it's, I, I mean, okay. You know, he just shrugged his shoulders at it, you know, but um, mm-hmm. 
I don't I don't know. It's just but uh when you look at the Patriots, they're they're kinda like looking at um Jason Stidham at quarterback now. Mm-hmm. Uh there's also rumors that Cam Newton may be going there because they, uh, the Panthers signed Teddy Bridgewater. I still think they're going to wind up. Um, I think Panthers are going to send him to Chicago. I have. I still believe that, that he'll wind up in Chicago. Just for so, some that, reason. That wouldn't be a bad move. I mean, they, there was already reports of Teddy Bridgewater going to Chicago at one point. But, oh, um, yeah. And he said because of the presence of Trubinsky, uh, th- this was rumored. I don't think it was confirmed. He, he'd rather get a chance. He'd rather have a better chance to start uh, going to Carolina because I'm like, the guy behind Cam that came in, he kind of fizzled out towards the, the end of the season. So Yeah, pretty much. Um, what what do you think about the Patriots overall? Now you know life after Tom Brady. You got Bill Belichick's there. So um, can he coach? Because <laughs> I mean, that, that, I, I know that's no not doubt. a real question that right. he can coach. But now you're this is another year. Because remember the other year was when Tom Brady got hurt. You right. saw how he was able to handle the squad, and they missed the playoffs that year. So they went eleven and five though. So I mean, that's they still lost. They still missed the playoffs. So I don't. It, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, I'm not, I'm like, not saying that. I'm not saying that it, it's okay to miss the playoffs, but still at eleven and five. I mean, what more could you ask from from a backup? You know. Well, and then too, that who was their backup? Garoppolo now? or no, no, no? Who was their backup then when they went eleven and five? I thought I'm trying to figure out who it was. Oh, it Matt wasn't Garoppolo. It was Matt Castle. Yeah, there it is. It was Castle. So it's just like you look at who, and now we bring up the point. Okay, who's the who's the backup? But eventually, who are they going to bring in? Because I, they're going to really look at that backup and bring in somebody that. You know what? Knowing the Patriots, mm-hmm. all this time, I don't think they're going to bring anybody in. I think they're going to give Jared Stidham a chance, and they may draft a quarterback very, very late. Probably like a fifth round quarterback just to just the um to fill a spot and and probably try to groom that quarterback if Stidham don't do good. But I think Jared Stidham might be that guy. I don't think they're gonna go in on a quarterback. If I mean obviously if they get if they get a chance to get Cam Newton, I think they'll probably get him on a one, maybe two year deal. But um I don't think that um I don't think they're going in on building to get another quarterback right away. I think they're going to try to build around Jared Stidham. Jared Stidham didn't do that bad, but um. Okay, let me respond to Ravens Nation. It's a combination. You can talk about the playoff system, but you can also talk about the fact that Brady possibly could have won one or two more games that would have for sure got them in the playoffs. So I don't know, man. At, it. I mean, at eleven and five, I mean. It, it could be a seed system, but I mean, it could have been. Well, the thing was is that they that was they they're still under that seed system, and you, you kind of see like ten win teams not make it. But the thing is, they kind of put themselves. They that that's a problem that was created when they split everybody up into what was let's see. It's because you have East, West, North, and South. When they split into four divisions, when it was just East Central. And West, you didn't have this issue, right? So that's Dow- something that the, that's the NFL's problem. To Dallas say that he think the Pats will pick up Andy Dalton, I'd be quite honest. I think they're better off with Stidham. Andy Dalton has kind of gotten so wildly inconsistent. I don't. I, I think that's. I mean, maybe as a backup to Stidham, mm-hmm. 
But I don't see Andy Dalton going there and starting. Maybe because of uh, of um, experience, but I also think that I think that they're going to actually don't underestimate Jared Stidham. I watched him play in the SEC when he played at Auburn. He's actually pretty decent, mm-hmm. but I think he's good enough to actually try. They're going to try him out. And I don't think he's like the heir apparent to Brady that he's going to be all right. And it's not like a Jimmy Garoppolo situation where obviously we knew Jimmy Garoppolo could have just fit in when they thought about getting rid of Brady the first time. It's not one of those situations, but I think Stidham is going to be, they're going to give him a shot. And I think he's going to be okay. Um, but I, honestly, the Patriots with Tom Brady being gone, I, I give them I'm being maybe nine wins. The defense is going to carry him, obviously, but if the quarterback plays not there, I'll, I'll give him nine wins. Because mm, yeah, I would think the know, same amount. Yeah, nine. Yeah. I, I agree. I'll, I'll give him nine or maybe eight and eight or eight and nine. No, they do the seventeen game season next year, not this one coming up. Um, yeah, I'll give him maybe nine wins. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Um, now let's. What what's going on in 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 Houston, man? What the hell is going on in Houston? They trade away um, DeAndre Hopkins to the Arizona Cardinals, which I think is a big pickup for the Cardinals, which we'll talk about in a second. Mm, huge. But what Bill O'Brien is doing in, with the Texans, they get rid of Tunsil. They get rid of Clowney, which I think, honestly, I think the Clowney move was a good move. And then um, they turn around and get rid of uh, DeAndre Hopkins. DJ, hey. what the hell are they doing over there? It's Bill O'Brien being Bill O'Brien, being the bitch that he is. He just – he's not he, – he doesn't know what to do to win. He doesn't – he definitely doesn't know how to win in clutch situations. He definitely – you know, his, 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 his decision-making, his play calling, his personnel management, I, I just – it's just off. And it's way off. I don't think he ever had it to begin with. I don't understand why uh, ownership still believes in him the way they do, because it's not even just this past season. It's past seasons where they've been in the playoffs and he's coached them absolutely into an L and then in all season made some questionable moves and barely getting anything for what he's done. He didn't get anything out of this trade at all maybe peace of mind because maybe he didn't like the fact that he that um what's the name would challenge him in the locker room did it i'm did, like didn't they get like a fourth round pick or something like that for I mean, five I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not i'm not that, saying that's that. that's nothing that's what i'm saying i mean did, i mean what are we doing here you know what i'm saying it's like that that's all i'm saying it's just like year in and year out they fail Cause at the end of the day, their coach is a bitch. Well, Plain and simple. Is, you know, the, of like, you know, it's you know, the coach is a G is the GM too. <laughs> it's crazy. That's what I'm I, saying. I don't, I don't. I don't have much to say about the situation. I just think it's on the back end. I think the the Arizona Cardinals just just got a phenomenal they player. The hell out of yeah. Houston. They got a phenomenal player, and when Larry Fitzgerald, you know, once he decides to retire, they're not going to miss a beat. I think they did a phenomenal job. Man, Larry Fitzgerald's like Anquan Bolden Jr. Oh, okay, yeah. I I, I like who I got opposite of me. My stats are going to pop up. I'm yeah. like, because who are you going to double? <laughs> I mean, I mean, Kyler Murray just got another weapon. I mean, in 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 for all intents and purposes, he did very well this year. 
you know, mm-hmm. I thought he wasn't going to do that well, but he turned around and had a pretty good season. So mm-hmm. with with DeAndre Hopkins, you know, and, and Larry Fitzgerald, and I think they had a couple other weapons as well. Mm-hmm. I think I think Kyler Murray could throw over 4,000 yards. I know oh, yeah, that's right. Um, the Texans also got a running back. They got David Johnson, who was kind of uh, flailing out in any Oh, way. yeah, they traded for him. So, okay. Yeah, okay. that whatever <laughs> no no i I just, I just find it i just find it very interesting how they did that Pooh asked a question about the panthers uh trying to trade cam he said how do you feel about the panthers trying to trade cam since they got bridgewater now um i think it's i don't i don't see it's a bad move cam just wasn't up to the task when this season after the mvp season he kind of fell off and i i don't have a problem with them trying to get away from cam it's just that mm-hmm. Cam just been there from day one ever since he got drafted. You, it's, it's hard to fathom of putting your head around him being with another team. So it, a lot of people are kind of like in shock, but we got to understand Cam didn't play good for the last season. A season yeah, before. I know VF will get credit for this one because pointing out all the inaccurate throws he had, yeah, like I mean, he, he just could everybody. not hit. Yeah, he couldn't hit anything within what? He couldn't hit anything uh in, right in front of him and like his throwing motion even looked like he was going to overthrow somebody you didn't even like it could look like he was going to overthrow somebody and then all of a sudden oh it got it it just happened to wind up in the receiver's hands but other than that he was just overthrowing high left right in the ground and yeah, yeah. wildly inaccurate so i just like um I mean, he was going to get somebody killed yeah, so to me, I mean, I don't see it as a bad move. Maybe he needs a different environment to go to, um, a different um, atmosphere probably help him be a better, a more mm-hmm. accurate passer. I mean, because, you know, it's just – he just probably needed better, a different scenery. So I was just – you know, I don't have a big problem with them trying to get get rid of Cam. I just think, you know, after a while, some some players just need a different place to go. Uh, Ravens Nation also said Cam fell off or does the 90%, 99% of modern coaches suck. You got to think about it. a lot of modern coaches are actually pretty good. <laughs> I mean, you look at the yeah. new coaches now. I mean, we don't outside of Bill O'Brien. Mm. I mean, we we actually has a, a we have a lot of good coaches in the NFL. To be honest with you, I mean, you look at what Kingsbury did in Arizona. I mean, nobody thought they were going to win, you know, that many games. And not only the way that they lost their games, they played pretty good throughout the entire time. You still look at regardless of what you want to say about um, uh, what's his name, Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, he blew the Super Bowl, but he had a well coached team, <laughs> right? No, I, I, I like seriously. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at all these other teams who actually, even with Adam Gase with the Jets. I mean, Adam Gase looked like he was spaced out when he first started out, but the Jets played pretty decent. I mean, you got to also understand why, even though these teams have a lot of wins and losses, and that actually determines the coach's success, obviously. But when you see certain teams play a certain way. There's not many teams that actually slacked off and just say, you know what, fuck it, we're not trying to win a game. You know, I mean, coaches had a lot of their players playing hard. Cam Newton just have an accuracy problem. That's something to to some extent. You can't coach that. Not not to take away from 2K Sports' uh, old motto, you can't coach mm. that. You know, it is what it is. So I don't think modern coaches, they're not looking too bad. They're actually – modern coaches are actually pretty good. The coaching in the NFL is really – not a problem right now i mean if anything coaching in the nfl is 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 more micromanagement than it used to be right i mean especially with analytics right i mean you may have a 
the the out just look at the Browns for instance. You mm-hmm. saw what happened there. I mean, the coaching there. Was, yeah, that was legitimately a problem. So I mean, but that's not that's not even close to ninety nine percent of modern coaches. Mm-hmm. And that's just one instance. I mean, I really wish that, and I know people going to you know probably think I'm crazy about saying this. I really wish Jason Garrett got a head coaching job somewhere else instead of being an offensive coordinator for the Giants. I'm very curious to see what kind of coach he will be while not being under Jerry Jones. Because I, I don't mm. think he's a bad coach. I think he had a lot of overhead that kind of, you know, limited him. So, but, I mean, you got the coach that's with the Giants right now. It's going to be interesting to see what he do. You know, you got a lot of – you got some new coaches as well. So, I, I kind of go against what you're saying. I think a lot of coaches in the NFL are actually pretty good. We may have one or two. But that's not even close mm-hmm. to – that's not even co- close to 99%. Um. Speaking of uh, coaches and players playing together, um, Bruce Arians has Tom Brady now. We just got Mm -hmm. finished talking about the Panthers. I'm not the Panthers. We just got finished talking about the Patriots. What do you think about the Bucks with Bruce Arians, which has always been a good. He's always been a good. He's always been good with quarterbacks and just you know just offenses in general. So you got Brady. You got um, Mike Evans. You have yeah. You you um, see that's the main thing with Evans. Now that now you got now you pairing Brady with a big target once again. And you see, and, and not saying that he's going to have a flashback of twenty of two thousand seven, but oh, that's not coming back. I mean, we got to understand that was thirteen years ago. But Mike Evans definitely a stronger uh, more a stronger receiver than Randy Moss. Randy Moss was skinny, but he was fast and easily could beat like double teams, but uh what's the name will give you the tough catches that Tom Brady cuz at at Tom Brady's point in his career, he needs a receiver that can make those tough passes cuz he's going to Brady's going to make those throws to Evans that's just going to it's it's going to be some tight windows he's going to be thrown into. But I'm, but though, but here's the other thing. I'm also wondering about that offensive line. I don't. I'm gonna what you, about Tampa's offensive line? I think the offensive line is okay. It's not bad, but it's not good either. My problem is, is is Brady actually going to get him the ball? A lot of is there's a lot of reports that Brady's arm is not the way it used to be, so the deep ball might not be there. Um, well, that's the thing, Mike. You don't need to throw deep for. See, that's what I'm saying. Fortunately. Evans is a pretty good possession receiver, so this could mm-hmm. be like a situation where um, Mike Evans just has to be like a Gronkowski to him. Not only that, you got O.J. Howard there too is at the tight end who's actually pretty good too. So um, Chris Thomas puts – he asked like Brady to the Bucks our thoughts, and if so, would it be the team to beat? No, I don't think they'll be the team to beat. No, I, I still think – Hell no. I still think I, with the talent there and Bruce Arians at quarter – I mean at, at, as a coach – I still think they're going to struggle because you got to also understand the actual um, the division that they're in. Yeah, I mean Brady's not in the AFC East right now. He's in a very right. tough division with you know Breeze and with mm-hmm. the Saints. You got the Falcons with Matt Ryan, and now Teddy Bridgewater is going to be the quarterback for the Panthers. And all all four of those teams beat each other up throughout the entire season. There's not going to be a situation where. Um, Brady just had to worry about the Dolphins one game a year where the Dolphins get lucky and beat them. Right. They can mess around and be third or maybe fourth in the division easily. 
Yeah, and plus that division is defensive minded anyway. So they they will they will tear up Brady if that line can't hold out. Right, exactly. See, that's what I'm saying. It's like, um, even I mean, even the Falcons lack pass rush. The pass rush for the Saints aren't the best. I mean, all te- all these teams don't have the best pass rush, but you gotta understand these teams beat up on each other mm-hmm. every year. So it's always gonna be a tough game. You know, somebody's going to get the upper hand on somebody in the trenches every time. So it's not going to be like, oh, we're playing, you know, the the Jets, you know, or we're going to mess around and play the Bills. No, it's going to be a tough – this is going to be a tough division for them. You know, so it it is what it is. So Oh, this is – you see this thing with uh, Ravens next? It's like we got to agree to disagree. Games are literally lost by coaches now, not even the actual players. Coaches now compared to the 80s have zero innovation or creativity and are super conservative. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's certain coaches that are super conservative. Wait a minute, the the last part got me. He said coaches now compared to the 80s have zero innovation. What do you think? Hold on, wait a minute. What do you think Cliff Kingsbury, what do you think he did? Cliff Kingsbury was highly creative of getting Kyler Murray to be successful. What What about Kyle Shanahan? That's another one. He's been highly innovative. And he did it with three teams because – he basically got RG three his rookie, uh, rookie of the year he by got RG, he got RG three yeah. the rookie of the year. He got Matt Ryan the MVP, and he turned around and got Jimmy Garoppolo to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and he, his play calling is very innovative. We're not going to talk about him not running the ball or passing the ball. I mean, right. you got me, you got me there. But overall, I mean, he has a very very good playbook. And I mean, Sean McVay's another one. Say what you want about the Rams, they fell off, but. His play calling was really good. Okay, so here's a so here's a question: When Buffalo lost that playoff game to the, uh, they lost to the Texans, correct? In that playoff game, do you Ravens Nation? Do you blame the coach or do you blame the player? Because I saw the player making wild ass throws last I checked. I mean, that's yeah, that, is, that is an anomaly, but you're absolutely right. I mean, for him to start, he, I mean, he was running down the sideline. He was chucking him down the field like, no, like Hail not, Mary. Not only that, DJ, the play when he ran to the sideline and he threw the ball behind his head to the lineman, I mm-hmm. was done. That was like, okay, I was done with that. That out was retarded. Dude. But, but um, no, it's like when you look at the Bucks, I think the Bucks are going to be okay. I'm not saying they're a bad team. It, but as far as Chris Thomas was saying for them to be the team to beat, that's very uh, that's a tall order because we can even go outside of the outside of the division. You mm-hmm. still got the Packers, you still got the um, got NFC, the Vikings. You still got the Vikings. You still got the Forty Niners. Mm-hmm. I mean, you still got a lot of teams in the, in the, in the conference. Yeah, the, the con- yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and not to say what you know, um, the Cardinals may do. Um, I mean, and we ain't going to talk about anybody in the East because none of them present a challenge for anybody in the NFC right now. But still, though, but still, though, they go against they go up against a team like the Bucks. It's not far fetched to say that an NFC East team would beat them. You kind of see what I'm saying? It's not like they're going to any team in any team team in the NFC is is not a cakewalk for nobody. So it's going to be tough. So it's not like for them to be the team to beat. Brady is a great upgrade from Jameis Winston mentally. Physically, yeah, maybe not. But the quarterback is a mental game now, so that does, that is an upgrade. 
Yeah, and, so, and also uh, visually, because apparently uh, Brady has better vision. Wait a minute, wait a minute, <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute. Is that true now? Because Vince didn't get the LASIK surgery. That's what I was saying. I, I'm like, according to the play, before the LASIK surgery, obviously Brady had better vision. Now the man, But the thing is, this man threw 30 touchdowns talking about uh, – Damn, talk about Winston. He threw 30 touchdown passes blind. <laughs> and Kirk Cousins only threw 20 whatever touchdown passes. And, and his contract is basically extended. He can get a now his extension possibly can be fully guaranteed after a certain and, point. And so you, it's just like and you, and you want to know something? Speaking of since we want we can go there, we can uh-huh. jump to that. That's actually not a good deal for both parties because they were not getting another quarterback as good as him, mm-hmm. and it's user friendly and it's team friendly on both ends. I think that's probably like I mean, even when he got the all guaranteed deal to begin with, mm-hmm. it's a win win for both parties. And I'm actually surprised no other team has actually tried to do that with certain players at this point. Well, I I give credit to uh, Cousins. Uh, Cousins been taking money. I give credit to his agent because he found a way to but like look. You don't need to sign these long-term deals or nothing like that. I'm like, look what you did with the Redskins. You got like what they franchised them what twice, three, twice almost three, 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 times. three times. We was getting paid top quarterback money, and they was like, okay, how can I leverage this towards a team that's definitely looking to to get rid of Case Keto? All right. Pay me. Pay me all the money. <laughs> Got three and, and, and years, guaranteed. And, and the thing about it, it's hard to go against that when he was already getting paid mm-hmm. that somewhere else. So right. he, he bet on himself, and I'm not saying that he actually won because he's not the highest paid quarterback. Nah, he won. No, he won. He got a fully guaranteed contract. That, see, that, that motherfucker won. See, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. On the, other, on the other end of the spectrum, he actually did win because it's fully guaranteed. He's not the top quarterback getting paid, but he doesn't have to worry about nothing on the back end. He's getting everything that's on that paper. Mm-hmm. So he was like, interception, fumble, don't matter. I still get paid. Right. And like when you get a fully guaranteed contract, it's like who needs an incentive lace contract at this point? Right. I don't have money. to win any games. I still get paid no matter what. Right. Right. So I mean it's a it's a it's a win-win for them. But I think um at the end of the day far as the whole team i don't think they're gonna do too much different than what they're doing they did lose stefan diggs diggs is already having problems with the team you saw that later on in the season Mm -hmm. so i can see where um i i I can see where uh they're not gonna really miss a step i think Thielen's pretty much going i don't be surprised that they go for a receiver in the draft though i would not be surprised at that I'm seeing some, another interesting statistic on this site. Uh, go down to free agent spending by position. Gotcha. And right now, yeah, inside linebackers in particular, seven players, two hundred and thirteen point eight million. That's that's pretty. And then you know why next, you, you know you know why that's the case, right? You do know why that that's happening, right? You're gonna have to. Uh, entertain me of this one because I truly don't know the mobile quarterback. True, that's why they got a, a lot of speedy linebackers. They're, they're in play of, now, right? And you got guys like uh Kyler Murray or Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. And you got you know Deshaun Watson. What's his name? Um, uh, Super Bowl MVP. That See, that's funny. Him. That's why a lot of safeties 
who can play the nickel linebacker are, are in play. I know but they you know was what, trying. Though? But you know what they're mm-hmm. doing with that, though? They're keeping the safeties where they are. Look at the next one that they got that got signed, the cornerbacks. Mm-hmm. They're going to be coming down as nickel safeties. And on top of that is what? A passing league. If it's a passing league, that means you want more DBs on the field. You don't want to pull that safety down to mm-hmm. be a linebacker. Get that third cornerback to be a, a somewhat of that of, be, of that type of player. Because not, what's going to happen? More teams are going to try to play man in certain situations, so they want a cornerback like like you right. said. They want a cornerback who's more apt to play man than a safety. Right. You don't want to pull that safety down because what you're doing that's one less person on the field. Mm-hmm. You're spreading the ball around, and if you want that cornerback or if you want that that safety to actually be a, a, another linebacker and or cover, that's going to be a mismatch all day. That's why you want to get another cornerback. So you see why you're going to have a situation where linebackers, cornerbacks, and um, and also receivers, they're going to go off the they're going to go off the board when it comes to um, the draft. Because I mean, you got to think about look at all that the big talk about the draft now. Obviously, you got the Burrows and the and the um, Tunga Vailoa. You got um, mm-hmm. the other quarterback Herbert. Obviously, that they're always going to talk about that. But when you look at all the other stuff. It's the fast linebacker. It's the cornerbacks. And in some cases, um, you have the defensive linemen that they're talking about in the draft. They're, they're trying to find a way to keep the quarterback in the box. They don't want to keep him in the tackle box. They don't want mm-hmm. him to move around. So you see a run already in free agency. You see a lot of run on those type of players who are playing closer to the quarterback, trying to contain that mobile quarterback. So it's it, it's going to be interesting, especially when the draft comes up, how that plays out. Um Vic Beasley goes to the Titans. Um, Tannehill gets a big. You know what? Let's talk about that real quick with the Titans. Tannehill, Tannehill gets a big deal with the Titans. That Prescott gets franchise tag. Personally, mm. I see a I, personally I see a problem with that. And I know you're 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 Dallas. You don't like Dallas, but here no, it's have. not. It, it's yeah, it's definitely not about hatred of Dallas. I see this. You see one. the problem. This is yes. You see the problem because I've seen it happen in Washington. Right, you yeah. see, Tannehill goes to the, goes to the um the Titans, not even have a good year. He had right. an he had an okay year, hand the ball off to Derrick Henry, and they go all the way to what the AFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. He gets a big deal. Dak Prescott played with the Cowboys day one, never missed a game, did everything he was told to, and they turn around and franchise tag him. That yep. is that is a serious problem. With what's mm-hmm. going on with, I ain't going to say with black quarterbacks, because obviously black quarterbacks are flourishing right now, but there's a real big problem with his situation. He should be able to get the max deal easily. I don't, I don't see a, I see, I see a very big problem with Dallas. And to be honest with you, I would not be surprised if, if, um, you know, if, uh, Dak Prescott don't sign with him, them the following year, I, I, or, or hell, even sit out this year. Was 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 Tony Romo ever franchise tagged? No, I don't think so. Absolutely not. Okay, I rest my case. Yeah, it's just like Tony Romo was never franchise tagged. What about Drew Bledsoe? No, but I'm going like, down the list of Dallas quarterbacks that could have been franchised. No, and no, could, they could have saved probably saved them some money and possibly just cut ties with the with them in order to get a better quarterback. But they, they stuck with Drew Bledsoe. They never franchised him. They stuck with Tony Romo. They never franchised him. So why that, franchise that, that, Dak when problem. he's uh, your better playmaker? I mean, it's not even that, DJ. 
is the mm-hmm. fact that he done what they asked him to. He That's honored, what I'm saying. He honored, he honored his end of his rookie deal. He did every he, he played every game. He didn't he didn't miss a game. He now, even um he even um played coon for Jerry Jones about the national uh, anthem thing. <laughs> so it's just like he did everything he was asked to do, and he stayed still franchised. Him. That's that's some fucked up shit, right there. It, it, yeah, it's pretty bad and it's terrible and how they treating him. And I, I I'm not a big fan of that at all. Um, mm. let's look at a couple of these um these uh comments. Chris Thomas said Winston's going to be a backup now. Um. I think he's he's free to. I don't. I don't think no. he's under contract anymore. No, no, he's no, free to. I, I, I no. But what, what he's saying is, wherever he goes, he's going to be a backup. Um, no. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm agreeing with you, he, uh, DJ. I, he I threw thirty him. touchdown passes last year. <laughs> he ain't packing up nobody, and he now has clear vision. Now, I'm not saying that he's not backing up nobody. There's a possibility, but it's very low. I can see him starting yes. somewhere. Mm-hmm. Hey, 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 for all intents and purposes, it's a possibility he might be in Chicago, to be honest. Hey. Who I mean, who's to say? You know, who else needs a quarterback right now? Because remember, Chicago was playing like, at one point was playing better when Trubinsky wasn't in the lineup. So Right. You know, I'm not on I'm, I'm not saying that um I'm not saying that you're wrong, Chris Thomas, because I mean I know you're a Bucks fan, but I'm just saying when you really look at what he's done, I mean he wasn't a bad quarterback. We kind of see what the problem probably was that the fact that he couldn't see, and um, uh, it wasn't bad co- quarterback play for the most part. So right. he just—I I can see him being a starter somewhere, right? You, know, well, you, I mean, cut, you cut down those interceptions. He could truly say he was balling, but yeah, you I mean, can't, look, you can't look, look, see look. the feet. You can't see anything beyond what five, what maybe five feet. I mean, you can look. Mm-hmm. Philip Rivers is going to the Colts now. Oh God! Um, he he needed to put, go indoors. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> going to the Colts now. Brady was supposed to go to San Diego, but he ended up with the Bucks. Who's to say that Winston don't go to San Diego? Mm. I, I mean, you see what I'm saying? I mean, I don't think that he's just going to be stuck as a backup. I think he there's potential still there. It's not like he played. I'm not saying that he played a terrible, but he played bad, and we kind of mm-hmm. know why because he got LASIK surgery. When his eyesight is better, no telling. You know, he, he man, might light it up. Like, seriously. But he, yeah, he may throw because he he's a gunslinger, right? I'm like he he was a he was a blind gunslinger. He kind of had that same. Well, he didn't have that same trait listen, as, I, as Aaron Rodgers. But I'm just saying. Listen, this is a take that I might put out there, and y'all might think I'm crazy about this one too. But don't be surprised at this. Mm-hmm. He goes to the Bengals. Joe Burrow gets drafted, but it's a possibility he beats out Joe Burrow for this year, and Joe Burrow sits on the bench. Hmm. I would not be surprised at that. I'm gonna be honest, I would not be surprised. And, and people are probably, oh, you're talking crazy, but let's be realistic here for a second. If Jameis Winston played very well with his eyesight, and Joe Burrow, I mean, would you really want to put Joe Burrow out there and, and struggle and you still have like a two and fourteen team? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just not saying that it, it won't, it, it'll happen, but we got to think of reality a little bit. It might not be far fetched. Um, Ravens Nation also says that Vic Beasley was always average. I think I agree. I mm. don't. Matter of fact, let's see. He got signed for one year deal for twelve million. What is this? Nine Go million, nine point five guaranteed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. 
I, yeah, I, that's I, a I, good I, chunk of that. I was saying, I can I can make a case where they probably possibly overpaid for him. Hmm. He had that one year, the year we went to the Super Bowl, and he had 16 sacks. We also have to understand that four of those sacks came in one game. So there. I mean, not 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 to you know not to put him down, but I mean, like twelve million, really? Just think about like that. that's that that symbolized that he was streaky, because right. you can have a big game like that and then be virtually quiet for the rest of the season, getting a right. sack here and there. I'm like, even even when you get the sack, you may get it in a garbage time situation, which I'm sure there was a plenty of. Not saying that the Falcons were on the bad end of it, but. You know, there's situations where the Falcons are well out ahead. He probably got a garbage sack here and there, right, uh, right, a couple exactly. of like gang sacks and stuff like that. So yeah, right. Excellent point. Um, let's talk about the Colts for a second. Um, Brissett, what do they do with him? Um, mm. Is it just going to be a one shot? We just deal? talked about black quarterbacks and right. And, and yeah, that's, um, Ravens Nation say they uh, need a defense. Um. They can address that in the draft. Yeah, I don't. I don't think the Colts are in a bad situation right now. I mean, even without, um, even without Philip Rivers, I, I still think they could have been a pretty good team. You look at the the division now. The Jaguars free falling. Um, they got rid of Calais Campbell. Um, they don't. They oh, don't God. know what they're doing. Um, the Houston Texans. And that made the Ravens even more dangerous. Now they have, actually have a pass rush. Right. And then, hmm. then, then you look at the, the Houston Texans. They don't know what they're doing. Oh, and, God. Uh, who else is in there? The Titans. The Titans look okay, but it's still, you know, now you're going to probably have to rely on Tannehill even more because they paid him more. Um, the Colts are in a good position to actually win this division, to be honest with you. <laughs> we really look at it. They're in a pretty mm-hmm. decent division. So, um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, other, other than that, um, oh, oh, yeah, you know what? This is Bill O'Brien being a bitch. He he probably thinks that Randall Cobb is the ultimate replacement for DeAndre Hopkins. That's, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't have nothing to say about God. that. I ain't got that's, nothing to say about that. That's just sick. Uh, I don't have nothing to say. I just... Um, yeah, I uh, anything wasn't else, Bill O'Brien a coaching disciple of Bill Belichick? How is, why how he turned out to be a bitch? Everybody can't win, man. Everybody can't. Yeah, get the but same he tool needs a. Uh, everybody can't get the same tool in the teacher from the same teacher. I mean, you get one teacher that that teaches his toolbox kids. is empty. Right. Let's just say you know, that. I mean, you get one teacher that teaches thirty kids, and you know they always have that one that didn't learn the damn thing. So. Um, Shoot, Winston can throw more interceptions than Bill O'Brien can make good decisions. <laughs> so, um, anything else y'all got with the free agency? Um, I don't, I don't see anything else that stands out. Um, you got Malcolm Jenkins leave. Uh, he got um, released by the Eagles. Somebody's gonna. The Redskins him. need to go after him so they can pair him with Collins. That would be nice. I don't see a. I don't see Just that. A, I don't. Hey, look, I don't see that a bad move. Shaq Lawson left Buffalo. He's with Miami now. So. Miami's continuing to break the bank. Jamie Collins left New England. He's with Detroit. I wonder what they're going to do about their quarterback situation. That's going to be interesting. Um, Chase Daniel. Chase Daniel play, is with Detroit now. Speaking of oh, quarterback God. situation. So, oh, yeah. Trubinsky definitely doesn't have a challenge. <laughs> so. Right. Um, Dacuizzi oh, Denard went to Jacksonville, which, you know, whatever. 
Greg, Greg Olson, Olson, he went to Seattle. Seattle. Oh, and, speaking and, of tight end, speaking of tight ends, um, Jason Witten went to the Raiders. Like, what damn. the hell is going on there? Yeah, he was like came back for that one season. I was like, nah, I'm gone. <laughs> yeah, he went to the Raiders. I'm like, what? But here, here's the funny part about Seattle. Uh, Jordan Reed was a. Uh, was uh being was seen up there uh being talked to so i hope jordan reed gets signed but with his many concussions i'm more concerned about his life after football i think he's honestly he should retire but if he's if they if they cleared him from the concussion protocol um and if he pairs up with uh russell wilson that's um that's a safety valve i've ever seen such Case Keenum possibly be a one year deal. That that is one year deal. Okay, I was I was looking at something else. I'm sorry. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to see who else. Uh, uh, Jimmy. Graham I like went, the fact Jimmy Graham went to the Chicago Bears. That's actually a really good pickup. Um, I don't know if it helped Trubisky, but it's a good pickup. <laughs> uh, what's well, going I, on, Quayface? I appreciate you coming through. I know another good pickup uh, that we desperately needed him to come back. Kendall Fuller to the Skins. After spending okay. a couple, few few years, he signed a four year, forty million dollar really? deal. So he's back with the Redskins. So okay, you, so basically, we we see it's funny because the trade was Alex Smith from Kansas City, uh, and we had given Kansas City at the time Kendall Fuller, I think, a second round draft pick, which we're still without, but at least we got Kendall Fuller back. But Alex Smith still on the mend. So as far as the quarterback situations, I know we talked about quarterback situations earlier. The Redskins are thin at quarterback with just Haskins. So that, I'm telling you, man, they, they might draft another quarter. I'm not saying it's going to be the second pick. but they're, It's they're going to be later in the draft. Yeah, yeah I think so. They probably end up drafting another or, quarterback. Or they're going to – if if Alex I, – I really think they should – Alex should just be like, you know what, I'll call it a career. I'm like – it's, it's a noble attempt to try to come back from that because we have the technology and we can rebuild them. But, you know, that it, all that pain and suffering came from the defunct medical staff that got fired because of another situation, because this is the one that hopefully gets settled at some point, Trent Williams at left tackle. Uh-huh. If he gets traded, he's going to be he's going to be a monster wherever he goes. Robert Quinn went to the to to the Bears as well. I mean, with him, Roquan Smith and um Alex not Alex Mack. Um, what is his name? His last name is Mack. I just don't remember his first name. Well, you got Roquan Smith, you got Mack, and now you got Quinn. They their defense is just getting better. It, I mean, they just they really basically just need a quarterback. Shoot, like, if I was if I was Tampa trying to protect uh Brady, I would go after Trent Williams. That wouldn't be a bad that wouldn't be a bad move. Um, but we, but we probably asked for OJ Howard. I've seen that thrown yeah. out there. Um, speaking of the Falcons, since you talked about your team, we mm-hmm. got rid of um, Devontae Freeman. We got rid of Desmond Trufant, mm. and we end up picking up um, Hayden Hurst from the the tight end from the Raiders. Oh, that was in it. Yeah, that was that trade. I think y'all sent a couple of draft picks. Yeah, we sent a second and a fourth, and we got Hayden Hurst in the fourth back. Uh, overall, I don't see nothing wrong with that move. Hayden Hurst is an upgrade from Hooper, personally. He played pretty good with um, the Ravens last year, so that's a that's a win-win. 
at the end of the it's, day. They said that the only thing about him was his health because he would have been an unquestioned starter if he hadn't got hurt in a, in a couple of games. Right. So, but um, other than that, yeah. Yeah, we're going to see what else they're going to do. Anybody got anything else for the free agencies? Because we're going to jump to uh, – I know DJ has been playing a little bit MLB to show. I, I want to know his thoughts about that. And we yeah. both have played Call of Duty. We're going to talk yeah, about that. Yeah, because NYKia needs to tune in because, uh, yeah, I'm beating up on the Mets. <laughs> um, if y'all got any questions about anything about free agency, please let us know. We're going to go ahead and jump over to uh, MLB to show. Um, give us your thoughts about it because I haven't played it. You already know my gripe about it. So, I'm well, let let's you... start with that gripe because once oh, yeah. again, Good attention boy. to detail gets missed. And the bad thing about it is that VF and I are so keen to this. We can see it in real time. We don't even need to go into a replay. This is how bad this sticks out to us and why you know this needs to be addressed because I'll have moments where I'll throw a nasty pitch, like a breaking pitch, a curveball, slider, whatever, and the perception is that swing and a miss. Mm-hmm. But when, when you're looking at it, you can clearly, well, for me in VF, we can clearly see that potentially the ball went through the bat at any point, bottom. Even I, I had pitches last year where literally it was at the, the fat end of the of the bat that the ball went through. It went complete. The ball went completely through the bat to the point where if you pause it just right, you'll mm-hmm. see the ball is actually inside of the bat. And see, and that's why when I would do the video uploads on Twitter, I – I don't even have to say anything. I literally will just slow the replay down so you can see it clearly go through. And these are in those situations, you can tell what's supposed to happen. It's supposed to be a foul tip. Now, all of a sudden, I had one pitch uh, get foul tipped into the catcher's mitt. I don't know if it happened in previous seasons, but I had a strikeout occur of one of my batters because that happened. So it's just like make the bat fully uh rendered in physics yeah, don't it, it just need to be tangible either that or fully render the ball physics i'm like if, I, if you, yeah go ahead I, I i can't play this game i'm sorry i can't play none of the mlb the shows after mlb the show 14 i mean i i cannot play 15 16 17 18 and this has been an ongoing thing for for this entire generation basically the playstation 3 version never had this problem for some reason, with better technology, you cannot have ball the bat ball uh, ball the bat tangibility is beyond me. It's almost equivalent to you shooting a basketball and the ball um goes does not go off the rim when you're playing 2K or something. The ball just goes through the rim. It doesn't bounce off the rim or whatever. Or or or, or it could be another situation where you kick a field goal in Madden or whatever football game you're playing. The mm-hmm. ball goes through the upright. No, I'm mm-hmm. not, not. I'm not saying through the upright, like through between the uprights. It goes right. through the upright pole, and they say that it's a miss or or, or the field goal is good. Right. That's bullshit. It, it 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 needs to stop. The game looks too good. It yeah. plays too good. Yes, it's, I agree. It's a phenomenal looking game. I'm not saying. I mean, I played 19. I played 18. I haven't played 20, but I played these games. The game looks phenomenal. It looks too good to have this one issue. And it's a bit is a really bad issue because 
it's a it, it, it compromises the game. A ball that goes through the bat could easily be a home run. It could be a mm-hmm. foul tip. It could be a it could be a base hit, and it it, it compromises the integrity of the game. And I I can't see how y'all do it. I'm gonna be honest with you. I can't mm-hmm. see. How, I can't. I cannot play the game. I bought 19 for like seven dollars. I bought 18 at full price, and I, there's no way I could play the game unless if I know that. That that's that issue is fixed. It, it's it's like they it's like there there are moments where you can get a clear swing and a miss, right? And I and I understand, and, and, and I'm all for that. And that's what needs to happen. There needs to be a clear swing and a miss, or if it hits part of the bat, at least have it ricochet off the bat. Maybe do what it did that one time, where it goes back into the uh, the catcher's mitt, where where those like foul tips don't really move much. It just grace. It just graces the surface of the bat, kind of alters slightly, and still continues on its path. But to have the ball continue year after year after year go through the bat and not even a subtle transition through the bat and I mean, egregious it's blatant. It's like yes. blatant. so they really need to hone in on that and then okay we've honestly we've put up with the fact that the game player wise player interaction wise is not rendered in full physics because you have double play breakups that you see players go through each other at certain points, like an arm or go through a certain body part. That's fine because of the nature of the game is not as physical as other games. So that's fine. But right. let's extend it to catches in the outfield. I put up a video where you saw the ball go through the guy's glove and be caught. And right. that's not that's not new this year. That's been going on too, year after year after year. It seemed like they got lazy with just saying, hey, let's make this guy open up his glove. All I need the glove is to open up to make that catch. His arm should be able to rotate further, but it's like it's, they, they rotated enough and stuck in a particular position. They, they, they did it before where they corrected it, not last year, but in years past where they made sure that glove was open and that the ball, like in those cases, the ball's gonna go off the uh, outside of the webbing of the glove, and it's gonna bounce off. I'm like, imagine, come on. imagine you hit a ball, and mm-hmm. it hits off the, and it's supposed to hit off the foul pole, and it goes through the foul pole, and they call it a foul. Right. Just imagine that. That's points off the board. You see what I'm saying? Right. Because in real life, if it hits the foul ball, foul pole, it's a home run. Right. Exactly. So no matter what side of it it hits, if it hits it, it's all right. Right. So just imagine people don't want to say anything about, oh, the ball's going through the bat. You should just fail. You should just accept it. No, I'm not accepting it because what if, I mean, that ball going through the bat is possibly a potential home run that the game is denying you. Mm-hmm. Not, we're not even talking about the foul pole situation. We're just talking about just it, it, they're denying you possibly points off the board because you – you're swinging the ball and you make contact, but the game is telling you, no, you're not taking, you're not getting it. I, I, I don't get me wrong. I get it. I understand why people play mm-hmm. this game, but I, I can't do it. I, I refuse. And the only reason why I got it the, um, for 18 and 19 was because I wanted to play role to the show. You know, I want to play a game where I can go through a, 
don't believe me or not, I want to play 162 and go through it, you know, and play the games like that. I want to do that, but why bottom of the eighth, I'm down by two with three men on base, and I can't even get a base hit because the ball goes through the bat. Who wants to play like that? Ball goes hey. through the bat, could it possibly be a base hit, but the game tells you no. The ball goes through the bat and you strike out. And the thing is, year in and year out, these are issues that happen also online. And I would think they'd be oh, worse Lord. due I'm to lag. Even, so I it's just like talk if if we're having issues with the ball going through the bat offline, offline, right? Then yeah, online you could you can only imagine. That's stuff like that is what keeps this game from being a nine. Like if I were to rate it right now, I'm basically would be rating it on the overall experience with MLB to show. MLB to show to me has always been a a seven or eight, but never a nine or a ten. I would never rate it that high because of that 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 series of details that are missed year in and year out and it's like like i had hollywood sports you know shout out to him i know he was pointing me in the right direction but i'm on twitter i've had ramon russell respond to me on a couple of occasions but it's just like i do this every single year and i thank vf for really pointing this out because i pretty much had forgotten to look at stuff like that Right. And when I started to look back into it, it was just like how egregious it became to me. And it was just like, look, I do this every year. It's a test every single year. I'm going to see if they've gotten this fixed. No. Then next year, let me see if they gotten this fixed. No. And the pattern repeats itself. So right. at some point, while I'm showing these clips on Twitter, I'm also showing these clips of but these massive-ass home runs and highlights, so the balance DJ, is there. DJ, this yeah. is the problem. Nobody cares because they like this game that much. They See, people will put up with a bunch of bullshit because they like something. Mm-hmm. And and, and, and I, I, I hate to say it, that's why a lot of people play Madden to this day because they like the, the wow factor. And then we're not even going to go down that rabbit hole. We already know how oh, I feel God. about that. Yeah, but, I mean, but that's what it is. They like the wild factor to get that home run, knowing damn well that oh, I can strike out. That's okay, and you know you didn't strike out. You know what they need to do? Mm. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna go buy this game because I used to have it. All Star Baseball '99 for my N64. Mm-hmm. They had a mechanic where when you use the left analog stick, I don't know if if they, if, if they still have it. Well, I ain't gonna say left analog N64 only got one analog stick. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they still have it, but you can swing like up, down, or middle based on you holding the analog stick up or down. But you had to press the button to swing. Like you know now, they have it where you use the analog stick to swing. But still, they can use the other analog stick to say you want to do a high swing, low swing. I think I think that's in. I think for MLB to show that's pure analog. Okay, okay, but still, yeah, because they, they have pure analog for pitching and they have it for hitting. Okay, and, and that's what I thought they had it in because I couldn't remember, but. At least you can control the swing to where if you miss the ball, you miss the ball. Instead of you got it right and the ball is going through the bat. See, and my favorite thing, my favorite uh, tool to use was the zone hitting because I'm like, I like, I felt like zone hitting was a lot better. I know analog is more for timing, but I felt like zone hitting 
gives you the, the point of, of, of a batter's visual of where they tend to look for a pitch and, and also helps you with the strike zone because you place that little zone wherever you want and it helps you be, become more disciplined because if the pitch is not anywhere near where you're targeting, you really shouldn't go after it. If you can manage to move it and get it in, in a, to move it from your previously had and get a good hit, that's good on you. But more than likely, most batters, if they have a particular pitch and a particular location in mind, if if it's not in that location or whatever, they're not going to go after it, it, whether it's a ball or a strike. I'm going to tell you something right now, um, DJ. Um, mm-hmm. I'm looking. I'm looking for. I'm looking forward to this RBI baseball. I might have to get another console to get that shit. I want because <laughs> it, it doesn't come out on Steam. I thought it came out on Steam, but it's only on consoles. Mm. It's only it's on Switch. You know, PS4 and Xbox One. But that game actually looks good. I, I I'm actually impressed with MLB. Hey, I mean, are you I, there? I'm sorry, with RBI 2020. I'm I'm really impressed with that game. Yeah. What? Oh, he he must have dropped out or something. Hopefully, it will come back. Can you hear me? Okay, can I can hear you now. Yeah. I wonder what happened. I don't know. It just <laughs> sounded like you went underwater for a second, and then oh, it's probably me hitting the. I probably hit the microphone on accident. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but um, I, like I said, I'm in. I'm I'm here for RBI Baseball um, twenty. I I really want to play that game, and I'm now, gonna, I, I, I may buy a, a PS4 for it. Now, I, here's a question because if we got somebody in the community that's telling people to buy the game and don't, you know be persuaded by people who don't like it. Are you would you be a person that would say for this game to go to to buy it? Buy what? RBI baseball. I haven't played it yet, so I I won't say, but I mean based on my experience, mm-hmm. um I wouldn't be opposed to it. wait a minute. What what is this here? Well, what you wait, 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 wait a minute, DJ. What? Let, let me see this real quick. It, it, oh boy. Please, please let this be true. I need, I need, please, because I didn't see this before. What's that? What's that right there on the end next to the switch? PS. Oh, that's Steam. Is it on Steam? Oh, that look. That's a Steam logo. I might have to try to get this. Yeah, that's that's a Steam logo right there. That's uh. Is Steam still down? You know, Steam was down today. Oh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. Uh, I've been working all day. I don't know. Oh yeah, you did have to work, but yo, if it's on Steam, I'm about I'm... to say I. I'm not a gaming nerd anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a scheduling nerd now. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, if this thing is on Steam, I might have to get this. I, and I'm, I'm just, I'm really impressed with what they did. Uh, I don't know if they have a franchise mode. Though. I mean, I think, yeah, I think they do. I think okay. they just, I think that's the thing that's that's getting people now is that I think they do have a franchise mode now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. If you click on, I guess read more. I'm I'm going I'm going down to see. Uh, hmm. I don't see anything else. I'm like I I can't I've ne- I haven't played RBI baseball since I was eight years old, so I can't really. No, RBI, <laughs> like, yo, you you tripping though? RBI baseball, yes. you the shit on the, on the NES though. Yeah, I, I love oh, the RBI. Right here. here it is, right here. Here it is, yeah. right here. Here it is, right here. It mm-hmm. says that RBI Baseball is back with new batting, pitching, and base runner controls. I'll just forget about that. All your favorite game modes, franchise, franchise exhibition, exhibition yeah. online, multiplayer, home run derby. Yo, I'm on, oh, let, me, let me go right here. Let me, let me look. So, um, And it looks like they still have more features to announce. So, 
Yeah, I don't get me wrong. I like MLB the show, but um, mm-hmm. they they are oh, building shit. RBI baseball. Oh shit! Me. Oh, 15, 16, and twenty was on Steam. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you, oh, it, it you, just came out today too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you, I'm, I'm I'm gonna have to get this. I, yeah, you've been I'm sleeping. Gonna, yeah, I, yeah, sleeping. I, the dead ass. I've been sleeping. I'm not lying either. I'm definitely. I definitely got to get this. This game looks really good. No joke. I'm I'm highly impressed with this. But anyway, nevertheless, um, anything else you got on this on um MLB? Well, let, like I said, I'm gonna bounce it out because I've been I, other than that i've been enjoying my time i'm like i've already mlb the show is the only game that i do not have to change any of the settings to jump into a franchise mode i can go in there and i can get mostly the baseball experience like i've already played two games i'm 2-0 with the nationals beating up on the mets doing what i'm supposed to do uh the first game i won 3-1 the second one i won 3-2 uh, had a home run with uh, damn, I can't why well, I can't remember people's names when I need to remember people's names. Goddamn concussions playing football, got my short term memory all busted up. I can't even remember stuff when I need it, mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah, uh, key home runs when I needed them. Uh, Max pitched a hell of a game, 12 strikeouts. Uh, then the second game was a lot closer. I'm like, the Mets were actually ahead. Uh, what was it? Two nothing. What was it? Two one by the end of the first inning. Got to Strauss early, but Strauss settled down. Had nine strikeouts. Uh, had to do, had to add a little bit more strategy because I I had to pull him after this. I think the sixth inning because I needed a pitch hit for him. Did a couple of double switches because the National League, this is what you do. And, you know, the league's trying to do that, trying to get rid of all that in real life. And um, wind up pulling it out. Uh, Doolittle came in with the save, got three straight strikeouts. And, uh, yeah, I'm like, I, I, with the MLB not starting their season, I think this will help me get going in my franchise and get started it's a deep ass mode. It's not like it's it's not my league. My league is still the top franchise mode uh, as we speak. But number two is the show's franchise, not to mention Road to the Show. Mm-hmm. As probably Road to the Show is probably the number one career mode to on on the market. So I I like what I'm getting out of uh, MLB the Show minus the ball going through the bat and stuff like that it cheapens the experience when i'm able to get a strike up because the ball went through the bat and the fact that i got robbed because i thought i made good contact offline and the ball goes through the bat so i hate that and that's why like overall mlb to show with those flaws can get no higher than a seven or eight if i were to rate it right now okay that sounds fair I'm looking at I'm looking at um a lot of the reviews on Steam and MLB the show. I mean I'm MLB I mean RBI baseball is getting hammered right now. A lot of reviews that are saying it's not recommended. Um some people think... saying the the PC don't have any multiplayer. Um uh, huh. Yeah, a lot of people saying a lot of people saying they have a problem with the multiplayer. 
But they're saying everything else is, you know, for the most part, they think it's okay. Well, and the funny thing is, is that I wonder what's going to happen once, because remember, this is the last why year that MLB. Pl- sh- why oh, go ahead. Play- why are people playing this game with a keyboard? They're- people are complaining about controls because they're playing with a keyboard. You know what? Never mind. Yeah, I, I ain't taking that. Go there. Yeah, I'm not even going there with it. They're dumbasses. But um, but yeah, remember, this is the last year that MLB the show is going to be a Sony exclusive. Next year, it's going multi-plat. And it more likely going to be on PC. So oh oh be- yeah. That's going to be interesting to see how that plays out as well. Graphically, I, oh I want, man, the right, modding. Right, and I want this game to be, you know what? With the modding, I think they'll be able to fix that issue because I know people on PC are going to see that. They're going oh, to yeah. They're people, gonna on fix consoles, that. people on consoles don't think about stuff like that. But the PC community, they're not going for that. They're, they will mod the shit out of the game for that to work. They'll patch the game themselves. I tell you what. Ramon Russell, instead of doing those commercials with that old ass puppet, how about you go in there and fix them ball physics and them bat physics? Right. Um let's let let's jump to Warzone before we get out of here. What do you think about Call of Duty? How many games you played? I think I've only played that one game where uh where uh I, I was able to jump in fairly quick. I know there's been an issue with uh the player count because they put it up so high that and they say I think they don't start the game until there's what a minimum of a hundred and ten, yeah, hundred, like and it keeps fluctuating. So people are stuck in queue forever, waiting for a game to start. But the one game I was able to play, I felt like me and my uh, partner got had immediate chemistry. We were communicating. Um, it was bo- both of our first time playing, so we literally were covering each other's back. Now I think you can have up to a squad of five. Mm-hmm. Uh, on a map and i think just because i the way they paired us up it we were in duos so we we did we did okay uh we got fucked up towards the end but the interesting thing about when you play is that okay you get shot up you die or technically you don't die you get put in the gulag and you got a 1v1 chance to get back into the game right so I thought that was an interesting twist. Both my partner and I got out of there. Um, we won our 1v1s, got back in the game, and then unfortunately we tried to uh, raid a, a loot box that dropped, like an ammo crate or whatever oh, that so dropped you, down. So, so you, you, buying, you buying loot boxes around here. No. It, <laughs> see, here's the other thing. No, there, there, no, no, I'm serious. There's in-game currencies because it is free to play. Right. So there is in-game loot. There are loot boxes that you have to use in-game currency to purchase certain things. But you so, know, I'm but, okay. But I'm it's okay free to play. That. That's so right. I'm okay yeah. with it because it's free to play. I don't have a problem with that. Hell, they can they can put like crazy ass monetizations type deals in a in a free to play game. I don't have a problem. Right. With that. that was and that's been the whole problem with the, the games that you pay sixty dollars that they want you right. to pay more for. It's right. like, look, just give me the base game. Let me play. If I want to play base throughout the whole entire time and earn some of the stuff, then let me do that. But if I want to get, if I want to pay, I'll pay. Right. Yeah, you know, I think that's the main problem. I, I played one game. I played um, Plunder. I love that. I love Plunder. Wait, you gotta tell me about Plunder because I haven't played that that okay, mode Plunder, yet. Plunder is basically you kill people and you loot them as you kill them, or you loot other things across the map or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now. There's a place where you drop, well, the helicopter drops so you can, you know, uh, stash all the things that you looted. I mm-hmm. think it's like the first person to one million wins or something like that. 
Mm-hmm. So you do get to come back once you die. You spawn back in just like you would normally would. But then like, they take the in there like a spawn delay of like twelve seconds. Yeah, it's a spawn seconds. delay. You don't. Yeah, yeah. You don't jump right back. But in. it's like a continuous like. You don't have to worry about one and done or a second. No, chance. you don't. No, you okay. don't have to worry about that. You continuously go, but you plunder and you loot till you get to. I think it's a million dollars. But like, there's a lot of stuff that is worth a lot of things. Like, like I like certain items, ammo, certain other types of loot. Um, it's it's a very good mode. I I really like it. Like um, Ravens Nation say right here, he got 23 kills and plunders right now. That game is so much better. Battle Royale than the one released by Black Ops. Yeah, Plunder. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Black yeah. Ops was a disaster with uh, what was it was called Blackout. Yeah, was Blackout, the, yeah, yeah. When they monetized that, that's when it went down. But see, they though. did that on the back end. These more yeah, they got everybody they like because they got everybody was like, yo, this is the new, this is the new thing. Let's get this. And then all of a sudden, like, they were like, like oh yeah, uh, Activision turned a new leaf. No player, no blue loot boxes. <laughs> Two weeks later, after the game had been uh, out and been uh, reviewed, they throw them right in there two weeks later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, nah, but no. What they did with the with Plunder, Plunder is a... Uh, look, I wouldn't be surprised if other games follow that because it's a very fun mode because it's, you, it's not a one and done. You loot, and the thing about it is everybody knows when the helicopter is coming so you can stash your loot because what it is, the helicopter comes to the helicopter pad you go to the um little um the rope and the rope where they um drop the little thing so you can mm-hmm. put your money in, and when you put your money in, you drive they it flies off and if once it gets in there, that's your stash and you can continue to build that stash until you get a million dollars. The problem is is that when the helicopter comes in, everybody knows where you're at, <laughs> so <laughs> everybody's gonna and not only that they can stash their loot as well, so and it'll it'll go into their bank as well. So like one time I called a helicopter in because I was like, okay. And I knew it was a problem because I saw a car come up and then I saw some other people come around the way. So what I did, I I hid. And while I was hiding, I saw a bunch of people running up to it. And that's when I started. I started mowing down a whole bunch of other people. Me and the other two guys was with me. We mowed down everybody. And um, <laughs> we ended up we ended up winning that because that was kind of like the strategy. We'll call it in and then we'll fall back and watch other people try to look for us or they'll try to stash their money in. And once they did, we just we just mow them down. So I thought it, it's it's a great mode. It's a great idea. Um, I thought it was um really good. I highly recommend that. I'm not saying there's anything against the Battle Royale side because I haven't played yet. But um, I played Plunder first because I, I was curious and I couldn't get off of it. I thought it was great. Um, Ravens Nation also say Plunder still requires teamwork. Yes, it does. If you're dying mm-hmm. all the time, you aren't getting money, which is the entire point of Plunder is to get money. Like I said, you got to get the money. You have to have teamwork because once you call in that helicopter to, to stash your money, everything is going to Everybody's going to know where you are. So you have to be mindful of that. Um, another thing that he said is um, nothing is better than trying to drop your money off and plunder four squads shooting each other trying to drop off your money. Yeah, exactly. It's like everybody, once you call in that helicopter, everybody knows what's going on and everybody's going to try to come in and see what's up. So um, it, it's a great, it's it's great. I highly recommend it. Like you said, Infinity War, the great, they released a great product. They really did. They did, you know, this it gives me like the it gives me the Apex Legends type feel where you don't feel guilty or you don't feel bad playing a shooter because the monetization isn't bad, but I really feel that this is way the concept of plunder is way better than what Apex Legends is. Apex Legends is just a battle royale. 
But mm-hmm. even with Apex Legends, you didn't feel bad playing that game because it was free to play, it was fun, and everybody had a good time because nobody felt intimidated by putting money in. So I, I, I get the same type of vibe. Um, I'm definitely going to be playing this for a good while. Um, you know, uh, the Battlefield, EA, and DICE need to get on their job because this look like this is something that, that – this could be a good trend. This could be really good. Um Tadal said it sounds like division with dark with the dark zone. Yeah, it does. It does. Mm-hmm. It does. It, it gives off that same type of feel to it. But um, overall, well, I I think they did a really good job. Well, I tell you what. Um, like I said earlier, to people gonna be playing the division in real life. Yeah, no, New York's gonna be shit. yeah. The quarantine zone. That's literally what they called it. The quarantine zone. I think, you know, right but it's now, like dark zone, but it's still that was the quarantine zone. Right. So yeah. You know. I I, I like all honestly, I just needed it. I needed a break from, you know, listening to that. And I'm glad once again that we did this podcast. I feel good now compared like like it was last time I was real tense. I wasn't tense this time, but it's just yeah, because you was about to tell me to shut the fuck up earlier. Hey, <laughs> That's hey, what no, it sounded no, like. All, all I was like, he was like, aside. can yeah. I get a word in? Yeah, that was I was low, like, what? Yo, 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 that was low key warranted. Though. <laughs> you, was, you was getting on to me. I was like, yo, man, Case Keenum. No, a- because you, because you have, you have, because. This is the thing, and and this is the thing everyone could possibly hear. It's like you'll ask for my opinion about something, but then you'll take over, <laughs> and then it'd be like, then why ask my opinion when I get a little piece and you like you know you like what your son did with you where he took the rest of the pizza and <laughs> <laughs> it was like my pizza, son, even though you had a little bite of it, so. It, it was just funny. I, I like I didn't take anything from it. I, I knew I knew once again. Probably came in a little tense. Was feeling no, a little I wasn't, bit. And no, it was I like you know no, what? Honestly, I'm good. Honestly, I wasn't tense. It was just like yo, this Case Keenum shit is bugging me, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was like over Case Keenum. I was like, come on, hey, Case, Case Keenum. Because I'm like, as far as Case Keenum, I'm like, I agree oh, but, with you with the fact I overall yo, I agree. Look, yeah, yo, let's go full circle with that. You yeah. do agree with me with Case Keenum, but mm-hmm. would it be far fetched that Case Keenum outplays Baker Mayfield in the preseason? That's the challenge. That's where I agree with you. I agree with the fact that he does present a challenge where that's a possibility he could outplay him. But again, I look at Case Keenum's overall stints, and it's like he's good for one year or a part of a year, and then that's it. So at best, he'd be a mentor to show Baker Mayfield that, hey, this is how you play the game of football. This is how you act around the game of football. This is how you be a pro. This is how you be a leader. Not that bitch that keeps throwing people under the bus and looking like uh, some drunk homeless guy on the football field. Right. I'll never forget. He looks so suave and so cool around the preseason. Doing the commercials where he's cleaning up the stadium. Yo, by week week eight, he looked like a homeless person. (laughs) Yo, (laughs) he looks so bad. He looks so different by the time when the the NFL humbled him. Mm -hmm. I was like, my God, this should be a lesson. Hey, say what you want. Even Johnny Mel- Manziel didn't go down like that. That nah, was terrible. he was just like at least man. at least Johnny went down swinging. This dude was like, "Yo, I got humbled. Yo, I'm scared as shit. I don't even want to touch a football right now." <laughs> man, all I know for Baker Mayfield's career is easy to lead from the front, 
but you know the lead you know when everything is good not from in front but when you lead when everything is going good but he just didn't show any leadership when things were going down miles garrett swinging at quarterbacks with his with other quarterbacks helmets and he's sitting there like no nah, that guy he shouldn't have done that i'm like dude stick up for your teammate talk to him about what he did wrong behind the scenes not out of it you got a mic stuck in front of your face now you want to just throw yeah that's yeah that was the time again shut the fuck up be a pro learn how to talk while the live tv cameras are rolling and then talk to miles when they get in the locker room don't throw your teammate underneath the bus and have him feel like uh i don't my teammates don't have my back so yeah especially the quarterback the quarterback especially should have your back to the public, but then let the quarterback be like, you, you know, that it like the quarterback takes him inside the locker room and be like, look, look, Miles, you know, that was fucked up, right? right. You, you know, you should have dropped that helmet, despite how you were feeling, no matter what happened, should have not swung the helmet because the optics of it. Because even for Miles Garrett, I know Miles is still continuing with the fact that, yeah, he called me the N word. And I'm just like, it's not going to matter what he may have said. The optics are, you swung a helmet at this quarterback and it hit him in the, the head only, the only way that he would have won that if you can actually hear him say that on xfl you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is an exactly. xfl we've seen the, what we've seen what uh mclaurin did right. <laughs> if this was the yeah if he had something like that and you can hear him say it then it, mm-hmm. we get it but not saying that he didn't it's just that it's 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 not necessarily hard to believe but it's just that it, it's it's hard to buy the only thing I do believe is that if, if what's the name, if Mason uh, Rudolph hadn't charged him a second time, then right. he wouldn't have had the helmet swung right. at him. Yeah, I agree that, that was just instinctual to just right. be like, get away from me. <laughs> right. I agree with that. I agree. Um, Anything else y'all got? Uh, let me see. Ravens Nation said playing football. You said playing football now are part of my generation. I expect Mayfield to stand up for Miles. Ain't got dog. I agree. And DJ said the same thing. I agree. You do. I mean, especially, you know, that's your teammate. Even if you don't want to necessarily stand up for him outright, you should have just said no comment. Right. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Don't snitch on your homeboy. Right. Just say no comment. Maybe he wasn't your homeboy to begin with. Now he's not now for real, you know. (laughs) Miles is like, I catch your ass on the street. Don't, don't, don't drop your helmet. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That didn't sound good. <laughs> That's almost had a don't drop the soap reference. <laughs> he said, don't drop your helmet. Wait a minute. Well, Wait, you, you don't want to do that around Pooh, apparently. Yeah. Well, hey, he's hey, retweeting hey, out these days. Hey, 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 hey DJ, speaking, <laughs> of, speaking of that tweet, he left for a minute and you know what he typed when he came back? Look at this. <laughs> 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 no, 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 no. Let's stop messing mm-hmm. with Pooh got a Pooh got a really good suggestion though. He, I mean, uh, comment. He said the cops in Need for Speed is he's incredibly hard hard to get away from. Um, yeah, I have that issue in Heat as well. Hey, yo, I'm gonna tell you that's a game I recommend. If you want a racing game, get Need for Speed Heat. That is actually a good one. That's a good one to get and play if you want to. See, uh, I, I have yeah, flashbacks of the old Need for Speeds when it was incredibly tough to get away from the cops. Oh, Need for Speed. They def- like those, like those Need for yeah, those Need for Speed uh, games. 
they definitely knew your ass was black and yeah. driving. <laughs> like, like high, I remember High Stakes and Need for Speed 3. That was the uh, first hot pursuit on Need for Speed 3 when they had the El Nino car. Mm. That one was hard. Um, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit 2 for the PlayStation 2 was great. That yeah. was hard, too. Um, Man, those were the days. Yeah, they don't make games like that no more. Um, mm-hmm. Anything you got, DJ, before we go? Uh, I got nothing. I got nothing else. I since State of Decay has uh, refreshed itself with the with, with a huge ass download, and they basically touched up their graphics and added a new map. Yeah, uh, I saw that. I saw that. I'm definitely gonna be restarting my series. I don't know if I'm gonna continue off where I left because the the, the game does look different. Mm-hmm. But I think I should start off uh properly with the new map and then roll into some other series so look for that soon i know i keep saying that but i was truly just waiting for this to and i think what's the name uh ghost recon uh no i'll say wildlands breakpoint is gonna experience a, a change in its gameplay no they gonna, need it yeah because they they they'll have a mode where you'll get rid of all the loot system and stuff like that and you'll be able to like purge and plunder from downed enemies so that's gonna be nice and also they they, they they're gonna make their injuries injury system ultra realistic oh so they're trying to so they're gonna do what um escape from tarkov did Pretty much. It was Escape from Tarkov. You talking about realistic. Jesus Christ. Y'all go on Twitch and look at some of that gameplay. That game, I told myself I was going to get into that game. Mm-hmm. That game got me intimidated. Now, that's how that's how realistic that is. I mean. Yeah, and it, and they're and they're still working on getting the AI partners in the game, which the story is set up for you to be solo. So I right, at this is. point, I really don't see the point of having the AI in there. Right. But if they're gonna be able to put it in there, if it works, then okay. But when those me- cutscenes happens, the mechanics of that game, I mean, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But that thing is way too realistic. You gonna have to put some time in it to learn that game. You have to put some serious time in that game, and that would intimidate me. It's not the gameplay or whatever. It's like, um, it's not. It's not that. It's just that the fact that, uh, um the time it's not the gameplay it's just the time you got to learn so um we um ravens nation i think we t- dj we did talk about insurgency insurgency coming to consoles one of these episodes didn't we yeah it was like maybe five six about five episodes, episodes. Yeah. yeah um don't expect that game to be just for the ps4 and xbox one i'm i'm almost certain that game is going to be slated to play on a ps5 in uh in uh, uh series and speaking of that, we're going to talk about both consoles on Thursday because Sony's going to put out their information about the PS5 tomorrow. So that'll give us a good time to talk about both consoles on Thursday. It kind of made no sense to talk about the series today and then talk about the PS5 to- on Thursday. I mean, we just will do both at the same time. So I know somebody asked about that earlier. Um, as far as the in a, um, the Madden 08 series, I'm very excited. Um, the live stream I did the other day, and we end up getting Matthew Stafford. We got rid of Brady Quinn. I got my running back I wanted. We got John Le- um, we got Laronitis. Um, I like what I see there. And um, also with the NCAA football um, dynasty, uh, I'm going to fire that up probably tomorrow. So um, I like where both both um, dynasty and franchises are going. I do need to go back in and edit some players. Um, apparently, whoever did the rosters for my NCAA 08 series, 
um, they gave Mark Sanchez an afro for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> I've remember seeing that. That was right. wild. Yeah, and, Marco. And, <laughs> right, right. And they gave um Sean Lee um a melatonin um uh, dysfunction. He's black. So oh, why does it gotta be a dysfunction to be black? What are you trying no, to say? No, no, I'm not saying there's a dysfunction. No, you said dysfunction. No, I'm not saying there's a dysfunction. To you know be the black. optics just, of what you just uh, said. Just yeah. I'm not I'm mm-hmm. not saying there's a dysfunction to be black. Mm-hmm. I'm saying there's a dysfunction for him because he's not black. So he needs to get fixed. You know so, the optics um, sounded bad on that one. Yeah, it did sound bad. <laughs> but um he needs to get fixed as well. Um and maybe a couple of other ones. I'm gonna look at some um equipment stuff because um DeMarco Murray um, he's with the Falcons. He got drafted to the Falcons. Tim Tebow got drafted to the 49ers. Um, Ray Rice is light-skinned. I need to fix that. Thank you, Ravens Nation. He's on my team, and he's light-skinned, and, and I don't know why I never went back to fix that. Um, Matthew Stafford don't have his mullet. I'm going to fix that. But you know what? They got Tim Tebow down very well. Did y'all notice that? If y'all go back and look, when they Tim Tebow has, like, the the the, the hairstyle and the beard, uh, not the beard, but the goatee. They did him very well. I mean, now he has a goatee, but back then he didn't. But nevertheless, AVF. Uh, hey, um, I shared something in the Twitter uh, DMs. I think you may find this a little funny. You know what? You know what? <laughs> they wrong for that. <laughs> can, they wrong hey, for that. Hey, can you show that real quick? Just a yeah, pre- yeah, It's yeah. a preview of what we let, will let, talk yeah, about let, on let, Thursday. Yeah, let me put this up on Twitter because uh, hold on, let me see. There it is, my Twitter feed right here. Oh, man. They wrong for this. <laughs> let, me, let me blow this up a little bit. Check this out. Look what, they, look what they did, everybody. This is terrible. They wrong for that. They put the Xbox Series X in a casket. Mm. They are so wrong for that. <laughs> They wrong for that. Hey man, the Series X might be alright, man. From based on what I seen, it seemed like it's pretty cool. But yeah, we'll we'll see. Uh, apparently tomorrow, PS Five will yeah. go in depth with their specs, and we'll see what's oh, up. Oh, and, and another thing, I'm gonna tell y'all right now. Y'all haven't seen this because um, I didn't put any footage up. My NC State team looks phenomenal. You guys are gonna like that when I when I do a live stream of that. That team is loaded. We're we're looking pretty good. Um, but nevertheless, that the I need to do some edit. Like I said, I need to do some edits with um the you know um some players uh n- numbers because you know I want to give them their numbers as close as possible what we know them as and some of their equipment. Like we don't want like Tim Tebow wearing a one bar helmet or something like that. So um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna fix all of that as well. So I'll probably do that tonight, uh, going into tomorrow. Um, but definitely. So uh, outside of that, um, DJ, you got any last words? The dose for doing it? Uh, oh, that's the wrong game. Um, yeah. Uh, thank you guys for coming out. I uh, appreciate everybody hitting the like button. I think the ratio is pretty good. I still would like to see more people because right now it's showing six for six, but we we probably topped out at, at about what twelve people watching at one, yeah, point. At one point. I don't yeah. I don't know for sure, but it had to um, be like eleven or twelve or something like that. Right. So. Uh, another one in the books and uh, hopefully see you guys on thursday where we just like i said we just preview what 
uh, maybe one topic of what we're going to talk about. With. I don't know. It just depends on what else goes on in the, you know, with, with gaming or whatever the case may be, or even in sports, because, um, you know, the Xbox series versus PX5, PS5 is really going to, you know, that's going to be the heart topic. That's going to be, the, you know, the heart of the uh, the episode. But we'll throw some mm-hmm. other things in there as well. So we'll see how that goes. Um, like DJ said, man, appreciate everybody who come through. If you listen to us on, you know, on YouTube here, um, you can listen to us on the go with iTunes and SoundCloud. Still waiting for Spotify to say something. I haven't heard anything. I'm about to regulate and ask some questions. Um, also, um, if you listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Google Play, you can listen to us on YouTube when we're live. Um, once again, thanks to everybody. Once again, a lot of support. And another thing, people are actually liking my little mini vlogs when I talk about certain issues. Um, I appreciate that because I thought nobody would listen or, or listen or, or actually like what I had to say. Um, I usually do that like when I'm on break at work or when I'm done with my with my job or whatever, and um, I'm about to clock out. So. Um, I appreciate everybody who like, you know, giving good feedback there. So I think I'm going to do more of that. So Thursday we'll be back and I'm going to look into this RBI baseball. You guys take it easy. Peace. Peace. Another great episode.